You bring your phone everywhere. Work, school, the movies. Now you can bring it to an Xfinity store for an easy way to switch to Xfinity Mobile, a new kind of network designed to save you money. You can get up to five lines of talk and text included with Xfinity Internet at no extra cost, so all you pay for is data. It's never been easier to switch to Xfinity Mobile and keep the phone you love. Click here to see how. Sorry, I gotta take this. Restrictions apply. Limited to select mobile phones. Requires activation of a new line of Xfinity Mobile. Up to five devices per account. New Xfinity Internet customers limited to up to two lines pending activation of Internet service. and 99 percenters this is the metal hammer of doom and i am your host the mandated reporter and frankly i'm mortified mr mark radledge tonight on the metal hammer of doom we've got a treat for you we're going to review the latest and greatest ministry album why there's a republican in the white house and so there's a ministry album that's all full of hate that's how things go out out there in the world we're going to review it for you tonight I, of course, am not alone. I've got a panel full of goodness. I've got a picture of nectar. First, the first chair. Mr. Lonely Hearts himself, but this time he's giving it to you, giving it to you good, and he's going to tell you about it, whether you like it or not. The Mel Cooper, how do you do, sir? Uh, well, on blood thinners, my leg works. I can't fit in because you got and, uh, yeah, I'm a, a management. Your story before we went on air much more interesting than you said, Sam, and you. What the hell? I know. In it. Are you not going to share with the world your, your story of conquest? <laughs> no. Okay. Some stories of conquest are much better off the record. Uh, Terrific. <laughs> you could just look at politics. Right, and le- giving me less of a headache is our third chair. He comes for the edge of McCage. He's the disapproving dad and the host of Source Material in his own right. He's Mr. Jesse Starcher. You, Mr. Jesse Starcher, how do you do? Hey, that all rhymes. That uh, yes, indeed. Now, now, I got a question here, okay? Is it about conquest? Uh, no, no, no. You, you missed the part where we, when you went to the room, uh, that uh, Coop's talking about cat. Is it a cat? You done took my open a bit. I was going to ask the man if he had any cats that flush toilets. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Coop, do you actually, have any? Actually, you... the one here with me, uh, when she would be in the bathroom and I would shower, uh, she'd rub up against the damn that hand would make jaws shit myself every time. <laughs> She's done it. Like, cats fall to it. Have yeah. you ever seen, like, videos? Nice. Have you ever seen the videos where they have, uh, uh, they've trained a cat to actually use the bathroom, flush the toilet? 
I, yeah, that's just kind of weird, though. Like, come on, man. Look at Cat Pizzler. No, dude. You need, some, you need my to your box. Come me a call. I will start getting a job. You your box, ladies. <laughs> Listen, I want to publicly thank you, because you have put in uh, the mother load this week. You have done the extra, gone the extra mile for the Metal Hammer Metal. of Doom. What, that's what, right, but yeah. that was fun. We, Jesse and I, Jesse unfortunately keeps falling into the same bear trap where he asks me to do something, and I have to do it 10, 20 times because I am obsessive, compulsive, and ADHD. Um, so he says, hey, let's review a And I'm like, review 100. You don't have children to raise or, or a job. Let's go. And neither do I. It's fine. Um, and, <laughs> but Jesse said, let's review the new Twilight Zone video from Ministry, which we're going to hear on the album. And like five videos later, he was like, all right, dude, seriously, I got to bed. So, um, but he took. <laughs> he took those videos and he put them up on YouTube and shared them on the Facebook and on the Rattle Legend Broadcasting Network page, Facebook, and put them up on the Spreaker on Rattle Broadcasting Network. And he, he didn't do any of that. So I just want to thank you for helping from the show and putting in all the extra work. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to have that. If we can, we'll get a regular thing. Uh, you know, we, we may sell back the amount of videos we, that we review, but it's surprisingly easy to do. So if anybody out there is interested, I mean, me and Mark sat down and watched the Twilight video and commented on that, along with some other great songs off of, you know, it was off of Psalm 69. Yeah, we reviewed uh, Dust Fick from Psalm 69. Um, it hasn't made air yet, but we reviewed uh, Jesus Built My Hot Rock. Yep, yep. Uh, we tried to review New World Order, and Tube said, no, you won't either. <laughs> um, and finally, we reviewed 99%. Uh, those were all fun. Most are up right now on our platforms. So I just, I, I know I gave you shit earlier in the week, and you were like, seriously, you don't even pay me, asshole. And I just want to say, <laughs> no, for really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. You're we, very welcome, sir. You should do this again next week for uh, Judas Priest. You know, Agreed, agreed. Do firepower uh, video, maybe breaking the law. We can talk about it later. We all have right. a guest with us tonight. <laughs> the guest. When I say the metal faithful, I can think of no one more faithful to the metal than a man who appreciates the following bands. No. He loves... <laughs> he loves goat molestation. He does. He tells me about it all the time. Goat Penis, he has all their albums. Uh, goat Throttler, of course. Goat Worship. Goat Moon. Goat Moon. Goat Bomb. These are all real bands. Uh, goat Hammer Abortion. He loves. <laughs> he loves all of these bands and has been berating me for not reviewing all of these bands like Goat Core, Goat Christ, Goat oh, no. Penis, as we've said before, and finally coming soon to the Metal Hammer of Doom, featuring our very special goat guest, Goat's Ass Trumpet, ladies and gentlemen, a man who loves all the goat bands. Your friend and mine, Ronnie Adams of the Screaming not, Boy Podcast. How do you do so? I'm, I'm not your friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that for in preparation for this bit, I looked up bands that start with goat just for I you. have no doubt. <laughs> what about what about the classic vaginal blood fart? Oh, come on, man! <laughs> Nasty. Boo. Yes. Ronnie Adams, how do you do, sir? I was pretty good until this started. <laughs> Dude, have you have you what ever you wanted to hang up before an intro was over? Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, I do now. <laughs> Ronnie Adams, you asked for this time here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. Why? What? What brings you to our our meager little show tonight? Our little corner of the internet. Why? Why did you want to be a part of the Metal Hammer of Doom tonight? <laughs> 
very insanity. Uh, do better than that. Why are you here, sir? Um, well, I hear that my name is mentioned a lot on this show. It is. And amongst other shows that I'm not a part of. So I thought, why not? You know, I, I'm a little bit, uh, country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) No. In all honesty, I, I think, um, I I want to do the show because I've never been on the show for one. I've called in, um, I'm a little more versed in music than what you all think I am. Um, I was, uh, I was, I wouldn't say a metalhead back in the day, but um, I I enjoy I enjoy a, a, a wide a wide range of music, and uh, metal happens to be some of it. Um, not uh, not completely you know versed on the stuff that you all some of the stuff you all cover on here, um, especially not the bands that you mentioned. <laughs> um, but I you know I do enjoy I do enjoy the heavier uh, the heavier fare of music. Can you give me your top, like top three favorite metal bands, just to give us an inkling of where you stand? Besides Ghost Ass Trumpet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to go classic? Do you want to go like I hair metal? It, do you want? To, I just want your three um, top top metal bands. I don't care where you pick from. Top three. Iron Maiden. Bands. Okay. Uh, Megadeth. Ooh. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah, and um, I would probably have to go with um, with Judas Priest. Oh goodness! Okay, very yeah, good. Yeah, so you know, I I listen. I used to listen to them all the time. I still do. Uh, I I don't think that there is a more perfect song than the Trooper. Um, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, you're just picking it because you know it's a radio favorite." No, I pick it because I legitimately enjoy that song and can listen to it just about any time. Um, but uh, you know, those are probably my three favorites uh, as of right now. Uh, real quick, did you know that there was a new Judas Priest album out? I did actually. I've not. I've not listened to it yet. Okay. Well, we're going to be covering it next week right here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. Did we lose Robert? I don't know. <laughs> I think John Cougar concentration camp. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, you're still here. <laughs> no, nope, he's there. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, before we get into the album. I, all right, then. Um, we're moving on from Torturing Ronnie. I want to quick read this uh, review of the album. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But, I, but I, I was talking on the Metal Hammer of Doom extras that we put up about sort of the life and times of ministry with regards to the quality of their albums. And I put forth the thesis, and apparently it's a popular thesis, that ministry's best stuff is when there's a, a usually a bush, but any conservative in the White House... Um, And while that doesn't always follow, for the most part, it's true. Uh, Your mileage may vary on which albums you like more so than others, but there are certain albums of theirs which are universally deemed to be their better ones, and those seem to have been when there was a Bush and or a conservative in the White House since the 80s, you know, starting with Reagan, obviously. So um, I just want to read this because I think this is a really good introduction to not only this album which was obviously recorded in the midst of the Trump presidency and I would be remiss I guess is the word if I didn't tell you there's no way to talk about this album without at least touching on politics now this isn't this is this isn't uh, any one of my 
on here just for the most unifying topic we can find. Politics. <laughs> sure. Politics, politics, politics. Yeah, um, there's no arguments going to come of this. No. But, I mean, you're not, what you're not going to get is, you know, th- this isn't any one of my former political uh, podcasts or anything, but you... <laughs> That's the driving force behind this album. It would be kind of hard to talk about it without at least touching on those subjects. I'm going to try my best to keep my own personal views out of it and just touch on what ministry, what Al Jorgensen is trying to tell us through this music and my reaction to it. And I, I would hope the other guys do too. But if you're looking for like an apolitical review of this album, I'm, I'm going to tell you that's almost impossible. Um, so this comes from loudwire.com. And well, I'll read this real quick. I'll get you guys' reaction to it, and then we'll get into the first... Uh, we'll actually get into the second track, because I ain't playing that first one. Um, it would be glib and facetious to say, ministry come to life under Republican administrations. And yet, frontman Al Jorgensen has created much of his caustic, aggressive music supported by various lineups. When conservatives were in the White House, ministry even evolved from an electronic pop group to a roaring industrial band when Ronald Reagan was the president. See, this goes right along with what I was telling you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. When George Bush was newly elected, Ministry fully built their industrial thrash arsenal, first with the groundbreaking 1989 album, The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste. And if you're wondering what to listen to from that album, just go ahead and go right to Stigmata. Uh, and their more metallic... Uh, ni- sorry, that's... I take that back. Um, Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste was Burning Inside and Thieves. Uh, and the more metallic 1992 follow-up, Psalm 69, The Way to Succeed and The Way to Suck Eggs, which, in my opinion, is the pinnacle of ministry. Uh, that was their first ministry album to feature guitarist Mike uh, Sakia, who, in years ahead, evolved into Jorgensen's heroin homie and the band's riff architect. Tragically, Sakia died on... I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right, by the way. On December 23rd, 2012, while performing on stage with his other band, Rigor Mortis. The axiom, the axiom that ministry thrives in the red seems further supported by the unfocused hookshy filth pig. Hey, your pig is filthy! Uh, which came out when Bill Clinton was president, as did the experimental unhinged dark side of the spoon, which sucked. So <laughs> far, so good. But that's where the theory of Republicans equal good ministry, Democrats equal bad ministry, starts to fall apart. 2000 trees... Adamasa Samana, which Jorgensen has called his least favorite metallic ministry record, and that's pretty true, came while George W. Bush was in office, and the creative team of Jorgensen and his perceived right-hand man, bassist Paul Barker, parted ways shortly after. Some viewed this as a tragic moment for the band since Barker had been with ministry since Twitch, and the other two played, and the two played in a multitude of side projects. And this perceived debacle happened during the first Bush tenure. The anti-George W. Bush trilogy, 2004's Houses of the Mole, 2006's Rio Grande Blood, and 2007's The Last Sucker followed and gave Ministry a target at which to aim their crosshairs. The songs were loud and thrashy again, and good, but the music was somewhat derivative and Jorgensen was strongly impaired by addictions to drugs and alcohol. Uh, lastly, and if Ministry's Barack Obama-era output, 2012's Relapse, and 2013's From Beer to Eternity were flawed... And they were. It didn't have to do with red or blue. At the time, Jorgensen's world was a whirlwind of black. During the former, he was suffering from life-threatening ulcers and hepatitis C, like you do when you shoot the horse. 
and as he worked on the ladder. <laughs> you know, every time I see uh, hepatitis, I think of that episode of Rick and Morty where they go into the uh, into the hobo's body. Nice. <laughs> I tell you, yep. working in a jail, everybody got the hep C. It's, and it's really funny because, like I said, like a pretty girl will walk in and, and immediately what comes to my head will go, do you or do you not have hep C? Um, with posthumous guitar tracks from Sakia, he was drowning in anger, depression, and anxiety, having lost one of his best friends. Freed from the grip of narcotics, he coped with the copious quantities of wine and weed. Both albums have their moments, no they don't, of intense creativity and are worthy listens, no they're not. Neither no, are re- not. <laughs> neither are recommended starting points for the ministry novice. Which brings us to America can't. Which of course is the the battery behind this is the Trump Trump presidency and the current state of the American conversation. Uh real quick, Ronnie, and then we'll get into this. Do you have any knowledge of ministry? Have you heard any of their stuff before or is or are you oh, kind yeah. of walking in a ministry Okay. So what are you familiar with? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, the the Muslim uh, familiar with Jesus built my hot rod, of course. Um, that was the most popular song that that I can remember from ministry when when I kind of was, I guess you could say, listening to them. Uh, I would <laughs> listen to them when they were on, <laughs> but I wasn't like a huge like ministry fan. Okay. Um. Rob was telling us before his first uh, his first um, opportunity to listen to ministry was from Beard of Eternity, unfortunately. And Jesse, about when did you get exposed to ministry? Uh, I would say that I don't know if I heard the review that you guys did. I, I don't know if I did or not, but I can tell you that I've never like seek these guys out anytime prior. Uh, so if, if they had Ronnie mentioned Jesus built my hot rod. And apparently that is like one of the most popular songs according to Spotify here. Uh, I think it had Well who doesn't want to ding a ding dang their dang along later on? <laughs> first time I <laughs> the first time I heard it though was when me and you reviewed it mm-hmm. this past weekend. So I've never really? I don't yeah, dude, I don't I don't know much about these guys and I'm trying to think if I've ever heard any any of the ones that me and uh me and Mark looked at over the weekend I've never heard. Uh so if there's any other really popular stuff by ministry, I'd be surprised if I've heard it. Um, so, yeah, this is the first time I've ever really delved into uh, ministry per se. Now, Uncle Al himself, though, I got I had the pleasure of joining you guys for Surgical Meth Machine. And that, my friends... Absolute shit. <laughs> Correct. That, that'll make you miss Correct. the soundboard. <laughs> Nickel back. (laughs) Nickel back. I wouldn't give you a penny back. (laughs) Yes, yes. Now, so I was really excited to find out what we was going to get with with America Cant here. All right. Um, My recommendation is that if you've never really experienced ministry before, go back and first listen to Psalm sixty nine. Uh, the way to succeed and the way to suck eggs. That's that's the zenith of the ministry experience. That's the top of the line. It's their best album in the entire uh, 14 studio album uh, ex- catalog of ministry. Listen to that one. Listen to A Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste. Listen to The Land of Rape and Honey. Uh, listen to the George Bush trilogy. Don't listen to anything else. Don't listen to Filth Pig. Hey, your pig is filthy. 
Um, don't don't listen. Yeah, are to you this. actually quoting the album? <laughs> no. Or are you quoting something else? <laughs> Probably something to do with Family Guy. No, actually, oh, I used to I used to work at a record store, and I worked in the record store around the time the Filth Pig came out. And I, one of my coworkers just randomly yelled that out one day. We were like, "Hey!" Like somebody was like, "Hey, do you have the new Filth Pig?" And and like he just yelled from across the store, "Hey, your pig is filthy. Clean it!" And I <laughs> la- <laughs> I just fell down laughing. This is a reference that only you and him would get. As we sit here and try and do a podcast, you're referencing not pop culture, but Mark culture. Mark culture. It is its own thing, and everybody should be exposed to it. I would like to expose myself and my culture to the world. I don't want you exposing yourself to the world, Mark. (laughs) But isn't that how this podcast works? Like, we just have silly running jokes that just eventually people get. This yes. this, po- this podcast is the equivalent of a guy in a trench coat streaking across a room, mm. um, nodding with affirmation. All right. Um, with that said, the the, the Bush trilogy, ah. Psalm sixty nine, mine is a terrible thing to taste. Land of rape and honey. Skip everything else. All right. Uh, with that said, let's get into our first track of the night, which is the second track of the album. The first track is I Know Words. It's basically Trump and a soundboard and lots of effects, and it's nonsense, and it's not worth playing. Um, but let's get into our f- first track of the night. This is Twilight Zone. It's about eight minutes long. We're going to play half of... I forgot how to do this show. We're going to play... <laughs> we're going to play <laughs> half of it uh, right now for you. So here we go.
All right, it's enough of that. Um, gentlemen, starting with Robert, then Ronnie, then Jesse, what did we think of Twilight Zone? I know I dug... The best part of this song for me was the harmonica, believe it or not. Uh, I was a little cool on this song in the beginning. I, I've grown to enjoy it once I kind of got out of my why doesn't everything sound like New World Order um, motif. Again, ministry song, not the wrestling group. Um, like once I moved out of that, you know, that frame of mind, I was like, all right, man, I can actually dig this. This has got a good groove to it. I'm digging the harmonica. Uh, Robert Cooper, the man, the man that makes the ladies go all night long, as he likes to tell us. <laughs> what, uh, what did you think? That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I usually with bad jokes. Like, hey, uh, you're underwater. Like Talk into your microphone. I, I, I thought I was. Okay. Why not? It's a little, it's a little warbly, a little, little muffled. A little muffled. Uh, where is the microphone on this? Oh, it's probably down there. Oh, you see the warbles aren't, aren't coming from the cat. The cat is purring. <laughs> is the cat in on your microphone? <laughs> is the cat on your face? What is happening? <laughs> is the cat in your throat? <laughs> Uh, feels like it. There you go. Whatever you're doing, don't yes. change. Talk. Oh, good. Uh, I'm talking on my phone like it's a phone. Terrific. Don't Whoa. change a thing. What a world we live in. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what a club banger from one Mr. Rob Jorgensen. Uh, the harmonica is definitely the best part. I dug it. By the way, so as I'm telling embarrassing stories, uh, so there's this girl at the, uh, a bar I go to, and I was like, pretty cute. So what did I decide to do? I decided to wait until, like, I saw her outside as I was leaving. I just said, you're really cute, and just kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm like, you're welcome. And then turned around and shrugged, shrugged at her and walked off. I was like, huh, maybe she wasn't a lesbian after all. <laughs> Terrific. Put that on her T-shirt, Mindy. Mindy. Metal have review. Maybe she's a lesbian after all. No, no, they, no it's a, it should say Metal of Doom, maybe <laughs> lesbian. Metal of Doom. <laughs> All right, Ronnie Adams, that's your uh, your I, fir- first track to react to. I'm doing. <laughs> the cats. Wow, <laughs> that is my reaction. Um, cat noises. Now, um, like I really dug um, musically. This, I mean, this song was. was I really dug it. Um, like you all, I believe the harmonica was my favorite part. Um, it took forever for the lyrics to start. So, speaking of soundboards, they really had fun with uh, a soundboard on, on, on this album. Oh, yeah. Um, so, that's that kind of put that was kind of off-putting in the beginning because it kind of reminded me of the opening track of this album. And then, you know, finally they started, you know, actually singing. Um, <laughs> you know, lyrics started coming in. Um, but... Uh, it was. I mean, like I, I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the the actual the the music of it. I thought it was a it was a really cool song. Put me in uh, put me in the mind of uh, some. I guess you could say. Uh, well, I'd say, but <laughs> wrestling entrances. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely kind of reminded me of Big Daddy Cool Diesel, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
I think it means more dig dig diggity dig diggity dog. <laughs> That's some WWF no mercy right there. I know all oh, about yeah. that. Diggity dig, 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 dog. Uh well hey, let me tell you. Track one, track two. I was digging it. Uh I was I was really impressed with I I, I liked it. Uh it was it, even though it was kind of slower, more methodical, it definitely wasn't a absolute wasn't absolute shite, or I sh- uh, as my reference was going to go, it wasn't an absolute train wreck like sur- surgical meth machine was, where it just had you going like it was it, like you had ten cups of coffee and you sat down and and started scratching or whatever. But this, so this this first track is is laying it out and letting you know uh, what you're pretty much going to get with the rest of the yeah. album. They're a little upset about Trump being elected, Ronnie Adams. I don't know if you picked that up or not. Oh. <laughs> But, you know, they, they, they hide it so well. <laughs> it's kind of subtle. It's kind of subtle when the lyrics to this second one we just listened to says, I remember waking up on November 9th, 2016 and feeling a little bit nauseous. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, you and about half the rest of the United States. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It's 2018. We're still here. It's okay. It's all right. Jorgensen, just keep making your music, and you keep making your money. At, did you, did we say we weren't going to get political on this podcast? No, no. Say what you say. I mean, look, I have I have some thoughts. I have I have words. I have thoughts. Um, so say say what you feel, Jesse. Ah, uh, no. I mean, look, I'm one of the most, the least political guys you'll ever meet. Okay, I, I really could care less. As you get older, for some reason, you tend to care a little bit more about politics, and I've re- I've re- I've started to realize that I do, and I wonder myself usually about once a week like what changed is it because i've started paying attention to what's going on around me more i'm not a kid anymore and i you know i just i just don't go into life oblivious as i used to be uh and then i really regret the fact that i give a shit sometimes (laughs) (laughs) you know uh but clearly these guys care about political venues and, and, or their political opinion. I mean, we talked about a song called 99 Percenters, and one of the things that we made sure to point out is that, and Mark, I think it was you, it was like, what What did you guys do? What did you do? And most of like what it seems to come from this album and what we've heard before, and I'll, I'll, I'll cut it short here in a second, it feels like these guys are inciting the second half to rise up and do something uh, against whatever they feel needs to be changed. I'm all for if you want to state your opinion, uh, but it just isn't as bad as I think these guys make it out to be. I, Jesse, I really agree with you on that because um, it, it sounds like to me, the entire album with the the the, the cool metal riffs and uh, you know the music in it that they are looking to be the soundtrack of an uprising. Mm. And um, what they're you know I, everybody's entitled to their opinion. You know everybody. I, even if even if I don't agree with you or anything like that, I still you you are allowed to have your opinion and to voice your opinion, but. The, the thing about it is, is a lot of times on, I don't care who it is on both sides. Um, it, they don't, it, it, there's no respect. 
um, for anybody else's opinion or if they're allowed, you know, nobody's allowed to have um, in, in their eyes an, a, 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 an opinion that differs from yours or from theirs, I should say. So a couple of things. One, there, there's this idea, um, you know, if, something along the lines of uh, if you're a kid and not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're if you're if you're like over 30 and ha- I'm mangling this, but like, if you're under 30 and not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're over 30 and not a conservative, you have no brain. And I used to kind of believe in that. What I've actually what I've come to discover is that when you're a kid, whatever opinion you have, and th- and there are kids that you know that ha- come have a conservative bent to them. Most kids are kind of liberal because like most kids are just obsessed with fairness. Everything has to be equal. Um, that 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 comes right out of like developmental you know, childhood stuff. But what I, what I've come to realize is that when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, and you're maybe your early twenties, you think your opinion is the only one that's right. And then whatever, what? and when it, no, um, and then as you start to get older, at least this is what I've come to discover. Regardless of what your opinion is, what you realize is that there's another opinion out there, and it has mm-hmm. equal or greater validity than yours. Um, and, I, and I'm less now. I'm less. Uh, I'm I'm less uh, anchored to a philosophy as I am to the idea of hearing the best solutions to solve any given problem, whether they're conservative or liberally bent. Uh, the other thing I'll tell you is it's really easy to be a revolutionary when you're rich and you don't. Mm. <laughs> so it's like I, I look at look ministry for all their faults and shitty albums has been a very successful, monetarily speaking, a very successful band. And assuming Al Jorgensen didn't shoot all of his profits into his arm, they've got some mm. money. And so you've got time to sit and think and be, and be fearful about who's the president or be excited about who the president is. For all of us norms who are trying to pay bills, the music is fine, but you're really not thinking that hard about it because you're too busy trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, like, I, I listen to this, and it's like, you're pre- Al, I love you, but you're preaching to the choir? And, and those of us who are not in the choir are, are listening sort of passively and, and aggressively just trying to live our lives. And I got to imagine if he, if, he, if, if he has even a, of an semblance of knowing that, wow, how frustrated he must be, how impotent his music must feel. Um, any, uh, any thoughts here before we move on to track three? I, I think a politician is a politician is a politician, and uh, well said. <laughs> same as same as a white man is a white man is a white man, uh, which we will hear. We may hear that clip here later, but you know, it, it's just. I think that's what dis just dis. Im, that's not a word. It, it's what <laughs> makes me. It, 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 it was it's it's what made me give give up on politics in the first place. So the fact that you're rallying against, uh, you know, a Republican off a Republican in the office, I just don't. I, I mean, you're, a politician is the same person, same backstabbing person that you're going to put in there from either party. Uh, so it's just you're going to have corruption. You're going to have all sorts of of 
of horrible stuff. So, uh, you know, continue, Mark. Rattle. Let's get to the next track because the next track is my favorite. Okay. I had a I had a third point, but I'll play more music and then I'll come back to it. Okay. So right. uh, here we go along with our shoe. Uh, we're going to go to the next track here. This is Jesse's favorite track. This is Victims of a Clown. Victims of a system that makes men torture. The hate of men will pass. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed.
right. That, as I said before, is Jesse's favorite song on here. At least that's what he told me earlier. Jesse, why do you love Victims of a Clown so much? Send in the Man, I, I would have to say that it is very catchy, all right? Because I have found myself today, as a matter of fact, going to go pick up my son from preschool. You know, you listen to a little ministry on the way to pick up your son from preschool. That's what you do. Like you do. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> and if I'll be danged if I'm not in the car going, wake up, take it in, exhale, repeat. That's I what mean, she said. That is, <laughs> it is it is catchy uh, and I really am surprised the fact that I like I like this ministry song so much um, I re- the first time I heard it I was just casually listening to it through the iPhone didn't have my headphones in or anything like that and a lot of times you miss a lot of good stuff elements of songs if you don't have your headphones in especially if you're just listening through an iPhone um, and it impressed me even then uh, so at about this time here we're at the third song not you know counting our I know words at the beginning um, and I'm really impressed this is where I really stood up and said okay now these guys have got my attention regardless of the politics that are coming through the music on uh, that I, that we've heard so far is is very good in my opinion so I, I liked it and I, I sing along with it every time Ronnie by the way oh, yes sir hold on just real quick I, I want to throw this in there before we head to the uh, get the other guys opinions that the 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 quotes that are going through out the the clips uh, of the guy giving the speech have you guys ever heard that before uh, uh, it did not. It honestly, it did not register. What registered okay. with me about this was a lot of the scratching, um, the beat of the song, the "Let Us All Unite." Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I liked all of it, but it, it didn't necessarily register as familiar. Okay, that is actually a speech that I heard off of a forearm album. Uh, it's not in its entirety, but I knew it. it, it I, I knew I recognized it as soon as I heard it, and then. What I found out is that it's from a movie called The Great Dictator. Uh, have mm. you guys ever heard of that movie? No, sir. Yeah. 1940 I Charlie Chaplin film. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, it's a, it, just a quick summarization. Dictator Adenoid Hinkle, uh, which I don't know if this is Charlie Chaplin, but he looks like Hitler an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> just in the preview here uh, and on the poster itself. Uh, but it says, Dictator Adenoid Hinkle tries to expand his empire while poor Jewish barber tries to avoid persecution from Hinkle's regime. So, anyway, there you go. go ahead, Continue. <laughs> I'm done talking. Uh, go ahead, Ronnie. <laughs> I'm done. Um, another another catchy tune. Um, you know, the mu- musically, I'm, I'm always like, I always have liked, uh, you know, um, the addition of the scratching and stuff like that, but um, it just seems like they're just—I don't know—singing the same old song um, from song from from track to track. Um, There's just, a theme for certain. There is a theme. There is definitely a theme, but um, it, it 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 can it can wear on a soul. <laughs> yeah, um, I get that. I have uh, I have something like I said I wanted to add to the the the, the general motif discussion, um, 
politics, politics, politics. But I want to get Robert in here. Robert, speak clearly into your phone. Stop trying. Don't don't try to talk with your butt, sir. Really good talking. Wow. <laughs> Are you currently in a residing in a bunker, sir? Oh, your your reception. There we go. That sounds perfect. Continue, sir. Is that better? Yes, yeah. three hundred thousand times better. Oh, good. Is das Führer bunker? <laughs> uh, are you uh, hiding you know, from the, the, the allied forces? Happens. I am. You know, uh, the great dictator is available in the Criterion Collection of Blu-ray and DVD at your local Barnes and Noble, and possibly your library. Uh, love me some fucking Criterion. Anywho, uh, I mean, the song is all right. It's catchy. Yeah. Oh, ooh, that's right. You know, I have nine things at, at, at my house from the library right now. A bunch of comic books, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Astro City, Hellblazer, Sandman, Starman. Great stuff. Love you, eighties and nineties comics. Anywho, yeah. I mean, this song was the song was fine. I did feel like it kind of went on and on and on. Come like, on. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like it's eight minutes long. On. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, something like that, yeah, yeah. What, no, what would possibly give me that idea? But I mean, it was a fine song. I didn't, I didn't mind it, and it had a good idea. It's just uh, I wish they would have mixed it up a little more. So, here's what I wanted to say before. If you think about what uh, Ministry and Fat Mike from No Effects and a lot of bands do is they they have a point of view and through their music their point of view comes out but what they're really trying to do is incite change you know on a ground level they want people to they want people to hear their music join them in their ideals and then go vote a certain way uh, vote people out of office vote people into office affect change uh from one level to another and what they're doing is trying to uh, do what was done basically in the 60s. There's one vital element. It, it occurred to me while I was thinking about this album today. When you think about how successful music was in changing the, the political landscape in the 60s, there was one thing going on that hasn't happened since. And I think it plays a vital role in whether or not people will really get engaged in what's going on in the world. And that was the draft. Mm. Specifically mm. the draft to the Vietnam War. If you think about the mathematics of what was happening, the government said, hey, you, you not in college, you 18-year-old not in college person, you come here, you're now property of the United States, here's a gun, here's some training, we're sending you to the jungles of Southeast Asia, go kill yellow people. That's what we did. And a lot of people, you can get a lot of people to do a lot of things. You can get a lot of people to do a lot of things, but and some of those people went willingly. Some of those people maybe have gone unwillingly, but but you know said you know what this is what my country wants me to do. I'll do my duty and I'll do it you know and I'll do it willingly. Um, but a lot of people rejected that out of hand and actively fought against it. The music helped. I think the music was certainly a part of it, and it defined that era. But I think without the draft, without the idea of you're being forced to go into a foreign territory and kill people, I don't think you get as many people involved. 
And so it's like, what's the big thing? What's the big unifying event uh, that goes on in the, in the lives of the average American right now that they would stand up and say, no, this is wrong and I'm going to fight against it. And there's music kind of backing me up in that idea. If you guys know, you they tell me know. because I can't think of one. I can't think of one that's worse than the draft happening in 2018. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nuts. <laughs> He's nuts. <laughs> well said, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's two. You know there's... what's funny is it, it, I was just yeah. totally taking the wind out of those sails for like a hot second. I was. I looked like a Vietnam veteran today. Terrific. Why? That doesn't surprise because me. I, because because I was, I always wear like a old army jacket. My beard's starting to get shaggy. My hair was a mess. I have an awful limb, and both of my hands have bandages and gauze on the top of them from IVs. Jeez, nice. <laughs> Just gonna start calling you Lieutenant Dan. I mean, you, <laughs> you ain't got Dan, no legs. Your name. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant. Dan. You know what? What's horrible <laughs> is. Is Coop, you gave us the story about you know what you were in the hospital for in regards to your knee and the back of your knee and stuff, and then Mark Radlish sent us a, a, a message that says, "Can we limp towards the beginning of this podcast?" Yep. And I'm like, "Dude, yep. did you do that on purpose, Mark?" I really didn't, Jesse. You're a you, jerk. Come on. No, I am a jerk, but I honestly that was totally <laughs> accidental. Jesse or Ronnie, if we could put the winds back in the sail of this discussion quickly before we move on to the next track. Um, I mean, I'm asking in earnest, can you think of of something that would sort of ignite people the way that I think someone like Al Jorgensen wants them to be ignited uh, that's happening right now? Because I don't think there is, and I think that's a big... I think it's a frustration of the band. I think it's a frustration of the person. And I think that um, you'll, you'll never have a repeat of the 60s without that grand unifying event. Well, I, the other thing... I'm sorry, Jesse. No, you that. go right ahead, dude. The other thing is, what what were the uh, most like ninety percent of the songs in the sixties talking about? Just, just peace, <laughs> love one another, right? And this is this is not that. This is um, stand up and punch somebody in the face that doesn't agree with you. <laughs> I really feel that way. Um, you know that that the you know they're they're wanting to start a revolution and and use violence if necessary. Um, against people that you know they they disagree with, um, and you'll find it on both sides that if you're no if you're not with me, then you're against me, and therefore um, you don't deserve to be around. You don't deserve to be looked at as a human being. Right. Your opinion, your point of view, your values are invalid because they're in direct conflict with mine. It was Andrew W. K. who wrote. Uh, somebody wrote Andrew W. K. Um, a letter. That said, um, my my father is a right wing a hole, and um, he said, and he basically said, stop right there. Look at what you wrote. You are boiling your father down to a set of ideals and beliefs. You're not looking at him as a human being. You're looking at him as his political beliefs, his morals, his values, everything else that don't line up with yours. To to you, he is not human. To you, he is he is everything that you're against. He's not your father. He's a Republican. He is not your father. He is right wing. He's not your father. He is a conservative. When are you going to stop and just look at him as your father again? 
you know and and i believe that th- this album as a whole and i i guess i should have said this till the end is guilty of that you're not looking at people as people they're not making music to enjoy music they're making music to to point the finger at everybody else and say you're the problem i'm not the problem when we're all the problem there's a i'm gonna let you jump in here jesse but i i have to say this because it piggybacks on what ronnie just said there's a lot of articles being written i follow um, on facebook a group called intellectual takeout and you know your mileage may vary with how well written some of this stuff is or how poignant it is but a lot of stuff that comes up on intellectual takeout is sort of the death of the ability to have a conversation and Mm. and that goes to exactly what ronnie is saying when you're not willing to view the person you're talking to as a person they're they're just an opinion they're just a set ideas it's really no different than what the military does to people to get them ready to to go into a fight it's right it's dehumanizing Ronnie and I, I can tell you right now, nobody on this podcast fully agrees with one another. And we're not just talking about music. We're talking about values and political ideas and everything. I, 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 right. I, I just know from talking to you guys, we don't all agree 100% on everything. But I, <laughs> <laughs> not even close. But, <laughs> but I've never once been disinterested or felt your opinion was hostile in some way or devalued you, devalued you as a human being. But that's what right. happens. I, I know I've experienced that as uh, you know in my 30s and you know now in my 40s with some people where they're so closed off to the idea and this is what I was saying before about you know you, you get to a point where yours is the only opinion that's valid and everybody else is invalid well that's not a place to start a conversation from go ahead Jesse no. I want you to weigh in here with you know the music the conversation whatever's on your mind Oh yeah. Well, I want to take it back to your original question, where you said, "What what would be the unifying driving force to ignite a revolution?" As, as we hear so many people. Matter of fact, I remember seeing one comment from one of our friends here recently saying, "Fashion the guillotines. Get the guillotines ready. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to be chopping heads off, folks." <laughs> uh, that's here's the difference between 1960s America and 19. No, wait a second. We're in 2018. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> buddy! I, I I have made the turn of the century. Um, no, get, just, and, machine, get it together, charge. get it together, Doc Brown. 50, <laughs> 50 years, okay, fifty years have passed, and there's one stark difference between then and now, and that's social media. And you know why mm. I bring that up? Because social media gives so many more people the opportunity to be pissed oh. off about something completely yep. different than somebody else. So you may be fired up, Antifa all the way, and this guy over here is just upset about the fact that he went to Starbucks and didn't get his latte correct, and he's on a rampage to do that. Everybody has a voice to start their own revolution. The problem is is that it's not all the same revolution. So no, nobody's going to be on the same page anymore. Yeah, what you're talking Can about. Can we not go back to... Yep. Can we not go back to just posting pictures of your food <laughs> on Does, Facebook? Doesn't I'd anyone, see what doesn't you're anyone rob a bank here. anymore? Uh-huh. If, right. If you want to say that yeah. our president has done some horrible I, shit, go ahead, Coop. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was going to agree with that. Uh, it's something that I find really interesting uh, about like, kind of the information age that we live in is that we have so many avenues in so many different places that you can find information. And uh, 
But unfortunately, what it ends up being is how many people get caught in their own personal, uh, kind of their own little personal uh, bear, like their own bubble, kind of just, mm-hmm. they just get into a wall of everything they agree with. They mm-hmm. kind of trap themselves in with. Okay, Which, so what you got, hang on, I, mean, I, I, I got to jump guilty. in with this. I've been guilty of it. I got to jump in with this. What you guys are all talking about is the long tail. And I've brought this up on a bunch of different podcasts that I've, that I've hosted where the topic was relevant. But essentially the long tail, and it goes exactly to the argument that I'm making. So you have a mass amount of people behind one idea. The draft is bad. The Vietnam War is bad, and I don't want to go. Okay, so that's a large spike, a large... I'm making motions with my hand that nobody can see because this is fucking radio. Um, (laughs) It's a a humongous group of people. So never mind even the cultural aspects of it. Let's just boil this down to numbers. You're talking millions of people behind a central idea. The Vietnam War is bad, okay? Mm. 50 years later, what Jesse's talking about is... Instead of there being a mass amount of people behind a single idea, you have a million ideas with one person behind it. Yep. That's the exactly. long tail, which I would recommend everyone go to Amazon right now and buy the book, The Long Tail, um, which talks about technology, but it, but it, it, it takes this phenomena and, and explains it better than I ever could. Read The Long Tail. Go, go, go get it. And I, and I also feel like what is different now than what was then like look at the draft or look at look at the fucking Nazis the Nazis were like the bad guy well what were they doing they were killing we, like millions of people in ovens well I, you yeah know. Well, well, they were the Razor that, Ramon of Germany like, like they were, <laughs> what <laughs> wow okay he's the well, bad I mean, guy oh god poor I mean, Scott Hall pretty much razors dead everybody into this <laughs> right in the oven wow Oh, but, uh, Lord. That's what, horrible. What, that is horrible. No. You asked to be on this podcast, sir. Is that, uh, is that, that's what's so different about then and now is that, like, perception is such reality now, especially when you talk about those, what the term I was looking for earlier was echo chambers. Um, you know, nobody is the bad guy anymore. Everybody is justified in their own opinion and that there is no right and wrong, which I can kind of agree with in some ways. But at the same time, I think that's why we also have so many divisions is because so many different people think something else is to blame. There's no one unifying force, as you mentioned. There are no Nazis. Well, even the Nazis have been Yeah, what you're, ta- what, you're talk- what you're trying to talk about behind whoever's moving the microphone around is who are eating chips. I don't know. Um, I was it because I was <laughs> I was flipping my headphones back and forth, and there might be a microphone on them. It may be. Oh, wow. Oh. Are you kidding me, Coop? You just found the microphone. Can you... is, that, is that the microphone? Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. the microphone. That, that looks Speak into the microphone. Shit. Daddy, I forgot how to podcast. Yeah, really? <laughs> I have not used these headphones for podcasting material. Um, what you're talking about is, is really the rise of cultural relativism. You know, the idea that that there is no uh there is no right or wrong it's all relative um which you know which which leads to some pretty horrible things it's certainly one of the things that conservatives rail against um you know conservatives the, the, the argument is always whether whether or not you agree with this is sort of irrelevant but the the conservative argument always stems from there is a good there is a bad there you know there is there is right there is wrong 
the, the, the liberal argument always tends to be, no, things are all relative. There's no such thing as good and evil. Um, it, it all depends on your point of view, your frame of reference, etc., etc. And this is why a lot of those ideals clash when you boil them down to their brass tacks. This is all a great conversation leading into the next song, um, <laughs> which is my favorite off this album, quite frankly. Uh, it's called We're Tired of It. Sexy girlfriend. That's my favorite off of this. We're tired of it. Uh, I did, in fact, skip the fourth track on here, which is TV5 4chan. Get it, 4chan. Um, for those of you that don't know or are not familiar with Ministry, on a couple of their albums, they do these things called TV, and it's TV1, TV2, da 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 da. Um, it's basically just a bunch of clips cut together, um, and it wasn't worth playing. You know, if you, you kind of hear the whole. We can't play the whole thing. And it's not worth hearing unless you hear the whole thing, and I don't feel like being sued by ministry's lawyers. So, that being said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to hear the latest TV song from ministry, go go listen to the album uh, and check out TV54chan. But, um, yeah, we're tired of it. I have this, I have this like ongoing fantasy where I'm a time traveler, but instead of traveling to like fix anachronisms or you know try to kill kill baby Hitler in his crib and save humanity, no, I'm a time traveling musician, and I'm stealing music from the future and bringing it back to when I was in a band in high school. This is one of those songs I want to steal, and and I want to play it myself. I love this song. It's my favorite <laughs> off the album. Uh, I I gotta agree with you. This is a fun one. Uh, it's not my favorite, but it's a close. I think this might be my second favorite off of here. And it's only yeah, just like you said, it's only like two and a half minutes. Um, and it leads, you know, kind of leads right into the next one. Uh, but my goodness, if if you aren't like compelled to just take your hand and start pretending you're a DJ, DJ Swamp, I think is his name, and scratchy, 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 scratchy. I mean, it, there's like unlimited amounts of scratches in this song, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. How's it go again? Thank you. Scratch, I'm glad scratch. somebody did it. 
DJ Swampass would be who I would be. DJ Swampass. Yeah, I would agree with that. You are definitely DJ Swampass. Um, <laughs> Break the knob off. It's on my phone, and I'm using my phone. <laughs> Ronnie, what do you uh, think of that one? My, I'm sorry. Went to my mom's jam voice. <laughs> I can't tell you what the song's about, but I can tell you they're tired of it. <laughs> Shout out to Mindy who wants to make us a Metal Hammer of Doom shirt that just says, We're tired of it. <laughs> it would just say, We're tired. <laughs> we're tired. <laughs> yeah, with Z's coming out of it. That's, um, that's true. <laughs> uh, Robert, what'd you think of that one? That is a really, like, in terms of, on a scale of one to chlamydia, that is very catchy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. You like that? That's very good. Uh, I like that. I really enjoyed this song, though. Like, it's really fun. Uh, Yeah, like, you know, it's funny. I don't really remember much from from Beer to Eternity, I think, because it was just so unmemorable. Kind of like, I was doing one of those... uh, I think it was Sporkle, you know, the quiz site. Uh, and they had name all the Megadeth songs, and I realized I couldn't name a damn thing off of Super Collider for a reason. Uh, yeah, well, I was having some trouble <laughs> on Dystopia as well, but that was just because I've only listened to it, like, three times. But seriously, like, From Beer to Eternity was so unmemorable and boring. Like, this album isn't necessarily, like, the greatest thing ever. It is repetitious in some ways, but it's got... This song really is different from a lot of the other ones. It's got kind of the death growls going on. It's got a real, like, just little earworm of a hook going on. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like this album has a lot more of that than what I remember from Beard. I remember from Beard of Eternity just being a slog. It's like dragging your nuts through glass. It was just... <laughs> Wow. Ow. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree with that. Um, what We actually had a comment on our... His nuts glass. <laughs> We had a comment on one of our Metal Hammer of Doom extras. I want to say it was for Twilight Zone. And our, uh, a, fr- a friend of the show, I guess, said, uh, oh, I didn't think Beer for, uh, from Beer to Eternity was that bad. And I respect your opinion, and you're wrong. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> uh- <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a friend of, a friend of our, uh, anybody we'd recognize? No, not a clue. Okay. But if, but if right. you commented on one of our videos, he's a friend of the show. Even though yeah, a, absolutely. Even though I love any of you. You're wrong. Suck it. <laughs> well, as long as it wasn't my daughter again, I think we'll be all right. I mean, because she was upset we were doing React videos. Dad, don't do any React videos. Went on her own YouTube site and commented on one of our videos. Thanks, Kira. Oh, is she oh, a, think, hey, is she happy I wasn't on that podcast? Because then your daughter would have had to hear the word fuck ten times. <laughs> <laughs> So does she think that like we're putting our faces on YouTube and she's like, I don't want my dad. I don't want people to recognize you as like, you know, something along those lines. Like what's what exactly more along the lines of she doesn't want me to be on YouTube at all. Posting anything on YouTube. <laughs> well, that, that, all. That, tell her that ship has sailed and gone to. Yeah, trust space. me. She, she can complain all she wants. I'll just sit there and and play some. Uh, Perry grip for her and then make her leave the room. So, flushing um, the toilet is a cat. Flushing the toilet is a cat. Flushing the toilet. This this is going to be for the next hour, guys. Sorry, he's a cat. Flushing the toilet. Anyway, he's uh, a cat. Flushing the toilet. Meow, meow. All right. Um. So this next one is more or less about our uh, our unfortunate love of military weapons and their uses, which is of course is to. Uh, go to war with people, hurt people, etc., etc. This one uh, is not the L7 wargasm, 
but rather Ministry's Wargasm. One, two, three, tie yellow ribbon down the old oak tree. All right, that's still L7, not the ministry. Um, all right, Robert Cooper, gold giggles there in the background. What'd you think of that one? That, that song doesn't really even get going toward until right, right towards the end where they're talking about the Moab, the mother of all bombs. And you get this, the, the whole thing behind the song is, ooh, are our weapons sexy? There's like a whole, you know, sex and violence vibe going on with this. It's like, oh, I'm getting... 
hard as a rock here because we blew some shit up. That's the whole motif of the song. But what did you think of it there, Robert Cooper? I was giggling because I heard a door. I heard like a door creak open, and then there's, <laughs> whatever, what is that goddamn noise? <laughs> Ronnie Adams eating chips. Is he fucking I'm, eating chips? Or no, I'm caring for my dog. <laughs> you know, it's it's one thing when one of our children interrupts the podcast. You know, they're they're unruly. We have to deal with them. We must beat them on the podcast. But now we're having to do, now we're having to factor in what what happens when Ronnie Adams's dog interrupts the podcast. What the hell, man? He had to pee, and I don't want him to pee in the floor. <sighs> how, how do I bark in an Indian accent? <laughs> you you don't. Hello, my name is Sam. I will be your customer support. I will be your dev customer support representative today. How may I help you? Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay. Wow yippee yo yippee yay. Anywho, so this song was uh, honestly, you know what? A lot of this album to me feels like when people do remixes of like news clips. Like, this really feels like... Thank you. I mean, right? That's what a lot of it is. It's just like, you know, it's like, you know, Al, you could be a pretty all right DJ. Like, like he just listened to eight hours of Fox News and threw some beats behind it. <laughs> it's so true. The mother of all Fox. I think that's what he does. Holy shit. He's like, hey, man, drop that beat. It's like... Push, 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 push. Next on, the, that, like, ne, ne, next on Sean Hannity, 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 <laughs> Moab. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. What? What? We'll do it live. News alert. Right news, alert news alert. Right up, right up. Must have right up. Must have doing live. Uh, if you listen to Fox News, that was really funny. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of Fox News, Ronnie Adams, what's your thoughts? <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? So apt. Oh my goodness. Um it, another one of those that's it, it, he would make an excellent DJ. Um Okay, musically, I really enjoyed this album. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this album because it had a lot of great beats. It had a lot of you know, it was it was heavy where it needed to be. You know, I enjoyed um, the DJ aspect of it, um, I, 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 they're they're so talented as, as far as you know being a band, but um, lyrically it's asinine. <laughs> and not and, in the way of I give her face a I give her face a two but her asinine. <laughs> Good night. Um, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, but. <laughs> Um, it, I mean, it's just one of those things where um, I enjoy it musically. I mean, I think I can do that. Um, but as far as uh, it doesn't speak to me in the way it would speak to others. I feel like with this podcast, Ronnie walked into a gangbang and there's just dicks coming out of him all sides. And he's like, whoa, whoa, I just wanted to use the bathroom. Uh, I just no. wanted to eat some chips. <laughs> you just described that time at CZ at uh, was it C no not CZW? Which one did you work for? XPW. XPW. Why does this have to come up? Yes, XPW. <laughs> you know, 
That is exactly what it was that time. That woman covered in cum wanted to ask uh, you for a hug. First of all, it wasn't just <laughs> a woman. It was Christy Miss. Let's not dehumanize her. I mean, you know, let's not dehumanize the woman that was in, that, that walked out of a gangbang crying. Really? Let You know, honestly. She wanted to that This is what happened with Ronnie. Like, he's just sitting here trying to do his paperwork. <laughs> this podcast showed up covered in cum being like, I need a hug, Ronnie. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yep. Ronnie, when are you and doing Ronnie, when are you going to get in? Dude, when am I going to be on the next Metal Hammer of Doom? Yes. Uh, three weeks from never. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesse, your thoughts, sir, on Wargasm, Wargasm uh, MP3. Yes, Wargasm. Hey, well, you know that fucking Toxic Holocaust covered that song? Oh, really? Well, hang on. I, <laughs> Let no. me jump on the old YouTube. This, wait a second, they covered Wargasm? By L7 he's talking about. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Wargasm, Wargasm, uh, one, two, let me, three. Let me, get, let me get my thoughts out here before we go cover Nation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I, I want to say that if you, I want you guys to focus on the content of this song. The fact that they have a, they have a voice that they're using to dispel our love of violence. Okay, I, I think that's what they're trying to say here is that, hey, everybody, we are messed up in the head because we love to watch uh, mass uh, massacres occur, uh, specifically the fact that our country will go to war and just lay out anybody who comes up against us or do our best to, to blow them away and, and lay them out with the mother of all the bombs. Uh, and. That's important because the next song that we're going to listen to is a direct contrast. Mm. What we are, I, I believe, is a direct contrast. Still my talking point. <laughs> to what? To what we? Uh, to what we just kind of the lesson we were just taught. So go ahead, Mark. Find your. Take us back to the. Take us back to the bed. Put us under the covers. I was going to say um, that's actually not true because the next song we're going to hear is a cover of. L7's Wargasm oh, <laughs> by <laughs> Toxic Holocaust, apparently a bonus track from the album Chemistry of Consciousness. Let's give this a whirl because why, why focus on the album we're reviewing when we can listen to other shit? Uh, so here we go with Wargasm, Wargasm123.
motherfucking bad ass. Do you hear me, gents? Motherfucking yep. bad ass. Love that. That was excellent. That was something. <laughs> I fucking love Toxic Holocaust. I'm just saying. Yeah, They're to- fucking amazing. Toxic Holocaust is, is some ill shit right there. Um, so anyone want to want to go uh, and bet on how many uh, how many copyright infringement emails I get tonight from YouTube? Anyone just want to go fifty on that? Anyone want to bet? All right. Um, while we while we figure that out, nine thousand. All right. So well, go ahead. I was going to say um, there's nine songs on the album. You played the next one, so I'm going to say ten letters. <laughs> um, uh, you know. If you better you know. make sure, you know, you don't go to Vimeo and play anything on on this uh, on this here podcast, please, or it's going to be completely blocked. That's all I got to say about you know, that. Keep the Vimeo you know. on the Vimeo and the YouTube on the YouTube. Um, yes. All right. So Jesse and I were, were kicking this back and forth, and I I thought it was related more towards the Intifada. Apparently, it's not. Jesse was like, no, it's anti-fascism. It's, they just shortened it with an anti-fa. Jesse, do you know, do you have any more, do you know, do you have any more insight as to what the song is about? Because I think you were dead I, on with the anti-fascism thing. Yeah, I. let's go ahead and just read from the wiki, because we do that an awful lot here on the Rattelich and Broadcasting Network. Let's, let's talk about what the, the anti-fa, uh, anti-fa uh, says on the Wikipedia here. Now, Wikipedia... I, I could see this actual page being under a lot of fire from different pe- people trying to edit it, uh, but we'll just do first paragraph here. I didn't do that. <laughs> the Antifa. The Antifa movement is a conglomeration of autonomous, self-styled anti-fascist groups in the United States. The principal feature of the Antifa groups is their opposition to fascism through the use of direct action. They engage in militant protest tactics which has included property damage and physical violence. They tend to be anti-capitalist, and they are predominantly far-left and militant-left, which includes anarchists, communists, and socialists. Their, sta- their stated focus is fo- fighting the far-right and white supremacist ideologies directly rather than politically. Now, some of those, some of those concepts I could get behind. Okay? That's me. That's my personal opinion. Uh, however... I'm really, surprised next... you, I'm really surprised you didn't just go, that's me, that's my personal opinion, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> However, the the song okay, we, the song we just listened to again, you know, it it's pointing about out our uh fascination and love of bloodlust and violence and and mass destruction. Uh and then we go to a song that we're about to get into here that supports if you look at the lyrics which i do have the lyrics up for for this song it supports and uh really proudly jorgensen saying hey i i'm behind these guys and then after after we listen to the song i i want to read a little bit from a reviewer that i just read that really put it on point and ronnie i want you to go first before me because i know you have a good point and you want to get your side across too so uh, but yeah, let, let's listen to Antifa. That is the song title. Go for it, Mark. All right, here we go. Track seven. As he said, this is Antifa. Antifa. 
I am of the personal philosophy that if you tell me you're not a snowflake, you are one, you pansy. Just, I'm just going to go say that. If, if you announce to people, I'm no snowflake, as it does in this song, you actually are a snowflake, sit down and shut up. Just going to say that. <laughs> hey, what do we want? I mean... Violence. When do we want it? Head. Now. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. That's... I thought we were going to rake Al Snow references, Jesse. Head! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn, you already, you already put together fucking Trublinka and Razor Ramon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Go ahead, uh, Jesse. You, know, you, were, you were trying to draw a reference to the, to the lyrics. Yeah. You know, again, we just heard a song talking about how violence is worshipped and then we get into a a song that worships violence mm. <laughs> I mean Ronnie piggyback off that I oh, where do I start um, <laughs> let's get the silly out of the way it, now I, I joked around saying that you know um, talking about wrestling uh, entrance themes but if you if you want a good like Heel stable entrance theme. This is it. Dude, because this they thing, come out. This was I swear he wrote this just so Antifa would go. Oh, we got to make this our song. This exactly. is our song. Protesting black got... hoodies. Uh, nobody and, else and is buying. Minis- and... Nobody else is buying ministry albums. Maybe these people will if I write a song about them. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, but when you <laughs> okay. Let me get my thoughts together. Let, let, let me get my red MAGA hat on. Oh. <laughs> I love you, Ronnie. Just keep going, man. I think that anyone... I think this is the most hypocritical song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Lyrically. Yeah. Well, um, is, are you agreeing or disagreeing? No, I'm laughing because I think you're, I think oh. you're right. This, I mean... People who preach, we want, we want love, we want tolerance, we want, we want to be accepted. And if you don't like it, we're gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> right. We declare peace, and if you don't, if you don't accept our declaration, fuck you. We'll kick you in the nuts. Right. And you know, because I have um, a more conservative point of view, and because I have, um, well, uh, quite a quite a bit of a conservative. Conservative point of view Nazi. compared to some, like right. me, <laughs> I, I am I am labeled Nazi. Immediately, I'm labeled a Nazi. Immediately, I am told that I am full of hate, racist, and this and this is what this song is that I hate everyone that's not like me. That um, that I uh, want nothing but the genocide of other races. That I am not capable of compassion, intelligent thought, or, um, well, yeah, just those main two things right there, compassion or intelligent thought. That I am a dumb hick that came out of the hills to vote for, you know, whoever, vote for Trump or 
you know that you know uh, that immediately I hate everyone if they're gay, black, um, Hispanic, or whatever. No, listen to me, the, you bunch of raging hypocrites who wrote this song, who believe in the lyrics and everything else. Musically, phenomenal. It was uh, like you can't help but like you know rock your head back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it, it's fantastic as far as music goes, but the lyrics are just stupid, and the thought process behind those lyrics is one is one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard in my life. Because when do we? What do we want? Violence. When do we want it now? We you know, want violence because we can't have peace, or uh, we want violence to, because we want peace. Well, that's just stupid. That's just this that's bull. I mean, a lot of people. Are, well, what do you, what do you, what do you, you know? That's what we go to war for. I'm not here to talk about why we go to war. I'm not here to talk about you know uh, the, the your thoughts on why we enter into uh, conflicts or anything else. I'm here to talk about the per- you know personal attacks that are brought upon people who think differently from uh, those like who wrote this song. So, to piggyback on, once again on what Ronnie is talking about, one of the most successful revolutions in modern times was India's revolution, and it was Gandhi peacefully shaming the British out of India. Right. The other, mo- the most, like one of the most iconic. Images- oh, you are talking. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We can't have one good moment on this show, not one, without immediately taking out our dicks and pissing on it. Uh, Somebody do a bad impression. Is that the worst thing I am doing on it? <laughs> I have a salient point. Really though, Jesus. I swear to God, I have a salient point. Well, isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Good, good answer. Um, <laughs> I miss my soundboard. Anyway... <laughs> Isn't it often nice to have a people? It, it is awfully nice. But the most iconic image in modern times Woo! that really sums up how you get further <laughs> through peace and shame, basically, than you do with violence, which only begets more violence, typically, is the one Chinese Chinaman standing in front of a tank in Tiananmen Square. Yep. Now, I realize I just undercut what I just said there by referring to him as a Chinese Chinaman, but fuck you, this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. Um... <laughs> Any salient point will immediately be pissed on and undercut. <laughs> let me, uh, let me, Coop, I, I want to get, I'd like to hear your thoughts on, on the song as well, but let me read this real quick and then I'll turn it over to you here. So Ryan Fala of MetalAssault.com gave this album a one out of ten. <laughs> I mean, shat upon it. <laughs> wow. Wow. What did he think of From Beer to Eternity, the negative ten? I, I mean. He gave I, it a seven. <laughs> I've looked at a couple reviews, a couple reviews of ours, or a couple reviews here of this album, and they don't stack up to what I think of it. But let me read what he says about the the track Antifa. Okay, he says Ministry dedicates an entire track to a harmless internet message board, and the and the track Antifa outwardly worships an extremely radical, violent political group in a way that makes it obvious. Jorgensen is leagues out of his depth, his political mm. depth. So, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of obvious, and that's what's sad. It's a fun track to listen to, but you're like, dude, did you not hear? Why did you place this track after Wargasm? Why did you do that? So, because Coop, I turn it over to you. Ignorance. Well, no, I know, because you. I think, it's, weird I think way, it's ironic. Hang on. In a weird way, I can see where Al is coming from. Because the government's love of war weapons and war itself is bad, and those people should be killed with violence. That's his argument. That's where he's coming from. It, wargas- the link to Wargasm, from Wargasm to Antifa, is literally. Our current politicians are bad people who worship war. We should kill them. I got an idea. Let's combine both songs into one and just title it, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> but see, he would argue. And, and, this is, and this is where I'm going to put my social worker hat on, my mental health hat, and I can actually see his point of view. I don't agree with it. I, I, and, I, and I agree with you guys in the sense that this guy's, you know, Al Jorgensen, we love you, Uncle Al, but you're an asshole. Um, but I get where he's coming from if you let's take the politics out of it and just think in terms of idealism that something is so it's, it's the, would you kill baby hitler if you had if you could have if you had a time machine sort of mentality of if something is so bad something is so evil that you know nothing short of its absolute destruction will do now now you have to put back in the things that he's railing against. He's railing against modern, uh, the modern conservative political argument, he, you know, the modern conservative political party. He's railing against all of that. And do, do those things really need to be destroyed with fire? Probably not. But that, but, but the, I mean, this is where I agree with the, with the one reviewer. I do think Al Jorgensen's very out of touch. I think he lives in this very small bubble of hyper-liberalism. And, mm. and, he, and it's the Phil Ensemble thing that we were talking about with the uh, Phil Ensemble and the Appliances album. It's, ne- it's never going to get called what it really is. Just Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> using using the me hate group as, as a virtue. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's that it's that idea of you're just you know or if you like you know take, everyone take a drink because here comes the wrestling reference. If you think about like Vince McMahon, he's just surrounded by yes people and 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 not even yes people because if you listen to Bruce Pritchard, he does make a salient point of there comes a point where you just stop arguing with your boss. He's the boss. That's the way it is. That's not that doesn't really make you a yes man as such. You're just you know like anyone else trying to earn a paycheck. But you know when you live in a bubble where no one challenges you. And you you don't have to consider the other side of an argument because of your wealth, your your stature, your power, etc. Your, your land. You know, if you live on a giant piece of land where you hardly come into contact with anyone that doesn't agree with you, you're it's good to have land. <laughs> it's good to have land. You're never gonna have to be forced to like the rest of us norms to have to consider the other side of the argument. I live in close proximity to people who think differently than me. I have to in order to get along with people. You don't if you're Al Jorgensen. And that, I believe, is what drives a lot of his music. His isolation, his hyper-liberalism, and his inability to connect with anyone who disagrees with him. Mm. Follow it up, Coop. Yeah, follow that shit up, Coop. 
<laughs> well, as a liberal who works in a hardware store in the middle of rural Davidson County, you're screwed. Yeah. You're... Oh, oh, I had I had two of my coworkers when that walking by. They go, "You a liberal?" And I just didn't answer. He goes, "One goes, of course he is. He's a teacher." <laughs> I was just uh, like, "What's what it to you?" <laughs> oh, I know. They were just. I was just like, I was like, guys, I'm not gonna have political parlay with you because you're both like octogenarians and I don't care and they didn't know what I mean, that, that's more or less no they they, they did they're not dumb they're just it's one of those it's, one of those, it's like there's a certain way when, when people uh, address you like you know it's not going to be a conversation stop yeah. hating the south Ronnie Jesus I, I don't hate the south <laughs> I live in the south <laughs> I mean yeah I'm just pointing well, I mean, out so, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> All right. Let's... Yeah, and I mean, there and there is. I've. Uh, it's really funny. My dad is hyper conservative. My stepdad's hyper liberal, and I can't stand either of them talking politics because it's just two fucking sides of the tunnel yelling at each other. <laughs> right. Like it's really funny. Like it really kind of helps shape. But like, like it's funny because like both of them. Like my dad once said, a dem- Democrat should not be allowed to vote. Which I was like, uh... yeah, he, he said such. And I was like, that's I looked at him and said, that's not how the system works. Yeah, but yeah. But okay. there, there wouldn't be much. How the system should work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh hey. what's the next song? Hey. Ooh, whoa, I was gonna say, whoa! Yeah, I didn't know you shop at my Lowe's. Let's move on to our next song as we proceed to the end of this album. Good, I ruined the party. We ruined the party. This is game over.
All right, it's about all I can uh, stands of that one. As we, I, I feel like we we definitely peaked with we're tired of it, and then it was kind of a slow gradient of a descent into orgasm and antifa, and then a sharp drop to game over. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just it's not as interesting or fun as some of the other previous songs. I'll step in here real quick and just say I agree. I I, I really think this album starts off strong, and we kind of end on a whimper. I know we haven't hit the last yeah. song yet, but uh, you know this. Game over, man. Game over. I had to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm done talking. I want to read my YouTube comments now. It's terrific. <laughs> Ronnie Adams of the Screaming Boy podcast. Um, I I completely agree. This this was a uh, not even a short drop. This was a long drop for me. Um, this is one of the. I told you all that I listened to it. Um, I listened to every song, but I didn't listen to every song completely. And this is one of the songs that I actually, you know, it's just like, I'm tired of this and turned it off. Um, it just, it had one of those, it, it, it had that effect on me. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with this song. Um, so I didn't enjoy it at all. And I, I didn't even listen to the lyrics just to, to get riled up. Robert Cooper. It was a song. I didn't pay attention to the lyrics all that much. I was like, sure, Al. Sure. <laughs> kind of like, you know, when like your racist grandma starts talking about how the coons are on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Dear God. That, that happened once. <laughs> the... <laughs> The irony is that she is she lives in the inner like in the inner part of town, of so she, she is surrounded by people of color. Good lord! <laughs> hey, Ronnie, how was the podcast you were on tonight? I don't know, man. One of the guys yelled out, "The coons are around," and I just tuned out. I hoped it would end soon. I just laid back. I just laid back and thought of England. <laughs> I, I cried a little. I mean, <laughs> how was your night? No, 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 nice to have a penis. <laughs> it certainly is nice to have a penis. All right, let's uh, let's quit wasting time here. Uh, let's play, go ahead and play the last track of the night and wrap this puppy up. We've uh, we haven't gone this long in a in a long time, but I think we had an extra person on. And we had a lot to talk about here. Unlike some of our other shows, we're like, yep, that's a song. Moving on to the next one. So, here we go. I think, I think we're making up for the source material that we did, where it was just like, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, see you later. <laughs> no, here's, 20 minute. Here's, a, here's a 10 minute uh, reel. Yeah, so here's a 20 minute gag reel, because all we did was make fun of it. Um, all right. All right. Here it is, folks. Our title track. This is America KK Can...
that's that's as good a place to stop this as any. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and give my final thoughts on the album as a whole. I'll let you guys kind of weigh in with what you think, and then we'll get out of here. We'll do an hour and a half of plugs like we normally do. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and give this a B. It's, you know, like I said, musically there's some fun stuff on here. It's not it's not all of it's, you know, great. It's no Psalm 69, but it's no From Beer to Eternity either. It's no Dark Side of the Spoon. It's no, hey, your pig is filthy. Um, <laughs> Shout out to you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you're getting a lot of airtime tonight. I I worked in that record store in like 2006, and and no, I'm sorry, not 2006. Oh God, what year was OJ? Um, uh, 19. Are you are you talking about when he took what, off? That no. was like 1990. No, what year was when he was acquitted? What year was that? I want to say that was, 90, it was the 90s. It was 96, it was like 96. Okay. 95, so yeah, shout out to 1996 when I worked in that record store, and I'm still doing that same bit. Because um, I don't know God, how to Get some new material. <laughs> how, many, how many wives has it survived? It's, 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 <laughs> two, two wives, sir. Hey, you guys can't hear this sound, but come here, horsey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> you react to something you can't hear. Wonderful, Ronnie. Uh, I love it. Spreaker. Um, <laughs> they can't hear the soundboard, but I can. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, you know, when I recommend this album, I mean, if you like ministry, it's fine. You know, it's, 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 solidly, in the, it's solidly in the middle to better of their albums. Um, I would. It's probably at the bottom pack of their better albums. I would say any one of the George Bush, George W. Bush trilogy is probably better than this one. Rio Grande Blood, I think, probably being the best out of all three of those, and certainly being better than this one. Um, Psalm sixty nine is still the best for my money, and if you have to listen to one ministry album, that's the one you listen to. Uh, Cooper, go ahead and give your final thoughts here, sir. Or not? Is he there? <laughs> Do we lose Coop? Robert, uh, Ronnie Adams of the Screaming Boy Podcast. Go ahead and give your thoughts. Um, like musically, this thing was and I'm goddamn mute this entire uh, fucking time. Well, <laughs> welcome back, Robert Cooper. As he what an entrance! <laughs> he fucking t bones you. Go ahead. I know, right? <laughs> Listen, shut up for a minute, Ronnie. Robert Cooper was trying to tell you something. Robert Cooper, you go right ahead, my friend. Sorry, when he was talking about horsey sounds, I was doing the bit, and then I started doing the uh, wah, 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 wah. And I was wondering why I wasn't getting any response. But now I know. Uh, yeah. Like, this song really went on and on and on. Uh, well, I think this album kind of drones in, in a way. But that's not to say there's not good parts of this album. Um, I feel like there's a lot of good musical ideas, and in terms of philosophy, damn, do I know an Al Jorgensen thing. And, uh, him and Dave Mustaine should go out for tea and kill each other. That would be a fucking battle, man. It'd be fun to watch. I, I want that to be a TV show. <laughs> 
I want Al. I, I just want like like Celebrity House or you know or, or like Real World Celebrity with, Death Match. I, no, I want That's like a. It. I want Real World with Dave Mustaine and Al Jorgensen and Phil Ansamo. Please, someone do this. I want an all music celebrity <laughs> Real World. See, see what happens when people stop being nice and start being real. Oh god, the mat when, when keeping it real goes wrong. But yeah, if I were to give this album a final grade, I'd give it like a two out of five. Uh, it's not amazing. It's got some catchy spots. I might the grade might go up at the, by the end of the year, but quite frankly, I do feel like there's it, it's really repetitious, and I think that's what kind of rubs it, rubs me the wrong way about it. But yeah, uh, Ronnie. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, you, you, uh, you do you. I will. I, I will. Um, what? But <laughs> this last song uh, was a snoozer, man. Um, it, it just held nothing for me. I, I, I felt like taking a nap during it, and um, <laughs> it probably did. And <laughs> which is sad because I listened to this song on the way home today. Um, <laughs> with Ronnie, you're driving, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this ministry album did to me. Um, musically, I thought it was great. I mean, I liked a lot of the tracks. It did. It was. It was repetitious. I will give it that. A lot of things sounded the same, um, but I, I liked it. Is one of those things that you know, um, if you work out, it's a good workout album to listen to. It will get you fired up. Um, music or uh, lyrically, uh, once again, uh, asinine, ridiculous. Uh, get out of your bubble. Get into the real world. Um, uh, I give it a negative seven out of ten. Uh, <laughs> musically, Fuck you I, your I, lyrics, I, right? Um, it, it, you know, I, I, I'm not really um, as attuned to ministry as you guys are, but you know, I would give it a three. I mean, it was something I could you know pop in every once in a while and. And and just you know, uh, give it a good listen and 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 get a little fired up. But uh, but other than that, man, it's just um, it, it's feeding. And if you ask me, my my actual you know my honest raw opinion on it, this is feeding into the hatred that we don't need in this country today. This feeds into the the separating a country that needs to be united um at this moment and uh, in this day and age and um it, it's it's attitudes like this on on both sides uh, definitely both sides um that need to uh that need to check their reality need to check themselves and to see what they're actually saying um to wish Violence or harm on someone because they don't think the way you do um, is is ludicrous. And I believe, uh, you know, it's called America KKK or whatever. You know, it's it, it, they make reference to the Nazis and and uh, the KKK and everything else. And um, you're you're playing the 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 same song in a different tune. That they are. Okay. Well said. Uh, well, 
I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to our commenter who did comment twice on all three of our videos, Mark Radlich. I don't know if you saw nice. that or not. So uh, our, our, our newest subscriber, uh, Dino uh, Prima, who who subscribed to us there, appreciate you giving us some feedback on on what you heard there when we did the Metal Hammer of Doom extras. That that means a lot. Uh, now, as for or any of the comics that I'm a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Adams. <laughs> I, what, I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, Did any of them ask him when the last time we touched a child was? No, 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 no. He was he was very positive, giving us some uh, giving us some great thoughts on uh, uh, on Al himself and uh, some of the songs that we covered, and, and he was he was glad to hear some of the stuff. So I I, I sent him the link to the Spreaker uh, to YouTube site, which is I think Mark C. Radlich. Is that it, Mark? C. You know what you're, Mark you know what, C. Well, let me see what it is. Mark PC Live. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube user Mark PC Live. That's where the, all the Spreaker stuff's going. So yeah. anyway, that being said, okay, uh, I will give this album a... I'm going to easily give it a thumbs up. I will tell you that when it comes to ranking so far what we've got this is going to come in at number four out of the 11 we've done so far this year uh i like this album i listened to it probably about five times today it's an easy listen yeah it does get a little eh, toward the end but there are more bright spots musically uh than i find that uh, contrast to the lyrics yeah, I agree with Ronnie when it comes to lyrical content and a lot of the other people that say uh, that have opinions on what he's saying. But there's also some of the stuff that he has been he he kind of talks about that I kind of agree with. But <clears throat> regardless, I think it's a good album uh, compared to Beer to Eternity. I wish I could tell you one way or the other. Clearly, that one gets panned uh, by the 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 couple on here that listened to it and reviewed it. So I think we're taking a, a right step musically. But when it comes to what you want to be pissed off about, um, I don't know. Man, I don't know if there's a good Al Jorgensen out there without the rage and without the ignorance to politics. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, if you, take, if you smarten this guy up, we might not get so great a record. Uh, we might actually have something to start talking about or something. I don't know. But either way, I, I did enjoy it. I'm glad I had the opportunity to listen to it. Um, I, it was a fun review, especially getting to sit down here with, you know, old Red Cap, uh, MAGA, Ronnie <laughs> Adams, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Coop, liberal-ass liberal, liberal -ass Coop down there, and the other part of Carolina, uh, and then Mark Radlich refereeing in between. <laughs> so, all right, that's it. I'm done. Let's get out of here. All right, let's go ahead and do plugs. I'd let Ronnie Adams do plugs, but he, like, never puts anything from his show up anymore. So go ahead, Coop. Um, go <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I'm a dick. Uh, so, yeah, this is a liberal ass Coop. Liberal ass Coop. <laughs> actually, let, let's, let's let our guest go first. I was giving him shit about his podcast, but he actually does have a podcast, and occasionally he puts up an episode. Ronnie Adams, everybody. It is getting harder and harder to set up an episode, especially with um, the technical difficulties I'm dealing with. Um, and time constraints I'm dealing with as of right now. But um, I guarantee you, as season three comes out of the of the Screaming Boy podcast, you'll be hearing more content no matter what. Uh, even if it's just me farting on the snare drum, I'll do it. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> do that. Like where, I put don't know on, where they, they came Put from. it on YouTube, and me and Mark will do a commentary about it. Right? It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> then Mark um, will be like, let me find the other five fart videos we got to talk about. <laughs> or how about just put it on YouTube? Well, and then let's find somebody covering the fart video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me all over. Or how about just put it on YouTube, and we can put it on my network. How about that? It's It's on YouTube. Is it? Uh, yeah, we, I could take care of that, Ronnie. If you're just doing a straight transport over, no editing, I'll, I'll, I could take care of that. In this seconds. last one, yeah, this last one is a straight, you know, straight shot. I'll gladly, I'll gladly take care of that if you're all right with it. I'm pretty sure it's. Where is this shot. video games? I want to hear about shitting in an arcade. <laughs> it's on YouTube. All right, Jesse, you're you're we have you have two homework assignments too. Judas I'm doing Priest, it right now. Judas As Priest, plugs are going on, I'm doing it. Okay, Judas Priest videos and Screaming Boy podcast about shitting in an arcade. Get it up there. <laughs> Get it up for me. Don't you Wait. drop a drip. Don't you stain my carpet. I'm sorry, I got off on a tangent. Go ahead, Ronnie. Uh, Screaming Boy podcast. <laughs> It's it's not as it's not as horrible as it's, as it's made out to be right now. Um, you can find us on iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, TuneIn, and apparently the Angel the Broadcasting Network. Before you can find it on any of those, you can also find it on. Don't you? Like you're about to pass a fucking kidney stone. Because <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. You can also find it on don'tyoudropadrip.com. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, so, um, yeah, all those places. Um, you can you know, find us on any kind of social media. Um, <laughs> Facebook. Um, the Instagram. Screaming Boy Podcast. <laughs> Instagram. Screaming Boy Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Screaming Boy PR. I actually, um, someone's name was was Evan, and I just yelled out, Yvonne! <laughs> <laughs> We have to call people to the nursing station, and you have to call out their name uh, in the middle of booking. And I literally just, just, I didn't even say the whole name. I was just like, Yvonne! And the nurse looked at me like, are you having a stroke? And I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm doing a, I'm doing a bit with people who aren't here right now. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, you do that on here, too. I guess um, I do. But um, this weekend, this weekend, you're going to get some live updates. At the very least, some pictures on Instagram. Of the North Carolina Comic Con um, in Raleigh, North Carolina, I will be there uh, doing some coverage, doing some shopping, and uh, checking out some panels. I get to meet Kevin Eastman of Eastman and Laird, uh, the original uh, OG um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're talking the black and white comic book that was a, um, kind of a parody of Daredevil. Um, if you look at it, uh, there's a lot of parallels to Daredevil in in this book, or in the in the old uh, you know the old books. So, um, you want to know what I'm talking about? Read the books. Um, so I get to meet him. There's a lot of other people going to be there. Buster Douglas is going to be there, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, you can actually play um, uh, his boxing video game as he judges. Um, you apparently harshly. Uh, <laughs> it's like you hit the wrong button, man. You hit the wrong button, <laughs> dummy. You punched like a white boy. <laughs> huh? Well, um, and then, uh, uh, Orlando Jones of uh, 
you know, Evolution and a Seven few Up other. fame. Yeah, he's going to be there. So some some pretty big names are going to be there in July. I will be attending the uh, Raleigh SuperCon as well in Raleigh, and once again in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, where there's going to be a lot uh, a lot more you know a lot more people there. I mean, they just announced that um, Rey Mysterio is going to be there along with Trish Stratus, Mick Foley. Um, you're going to see Dave Bautista, um, the the chick that plays Mantis from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Sean Gunn, who played uh, physically played Rocket, and was also I can't remember his name, but he's second command of the uh, uh, you know next to Yondu, um, and the gentleman who is the uh, behind the the physical actions of Teenage Groot is going to be there. Um, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, William Shatner, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, um, a lot of different people. Amy Jo Johnson, who was the original Pink Ranger. So it, there's a lot of a lot of people going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately, unless I can get it, um, get it together in the next couple of days, um, my cosplay as a Ghostbuster will have to wait until July. Um, but uh, I'm having troubles with the uh, the proton pack, but hopefully I will be able to get that in there because it's something I thought I would never do, but I was actually challenged by a friend to do it, so I'm going to actually. Um, you know, what, what, did you just gird me? Nerd. Oh, you nerded me. Nerd. I'm, I'm proud of it, man. Chicks dig nerds, man. You, you um, know you're speaking to a man with a bookcase full of anime, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the first source materials I was on, you, you, we talked about an anime on there with you, right? Yes, we did talk, talk about Vinland. Uh, yeah, Vinland Saga. Manga. It's so yeah. good. Don't it's bring still... up, don't uh, not bring anime, up but, hurtful, uh, hurtful memories. Oh yeah, that yeah, forgot Damn about it. that. Sorry, buddy. Damn it! But, hey, it turned out good. It turned out good. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, what, not an anime, but a, a manga. Sorry. I'm not that big of a nerd, apparently. Uh, so, yeah, just check us out. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Um, and uh, give us a thumbs up. And give us a shout. All right. Um, before I throw it over to Jesse to complete the plugs for the night, tomorrow night we throw one Robert on. We, take, we, we throw one Robert off the raft. We take another one on. As we have a TV party tonight, it's my fourth show in a row this week. I vowed not to work four times in a row, but Jessica Jones demanded it of me, and so I must listen. Uh, we're going to do a TV party tonight for Jessica Jones Season 2. Jesse thought it was the worst thing ever and hates women. Um, so there, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Thankfully, you know, tonight went a lot better than I thought it was going to. And Jesse, I'm sorry that you had to take a brunt of the uh, of the abuse tonight, but um, thankfully it wasn't me. Mm. Uh, I will yeah. be on that you know podcast really, it's tomorrow. It's comforting for me too because I'm used to when I'm in the group of friends being the one that gets the butt of all the jokes. <laughs> yep. I, don't re- I don't respond because I get really nasty and vicious when we play those games. You should you, 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 you need to be on more source materials then you can feel <laughs> good about yourself. <laughs> All right. Oh. Apparently I'm a bully, not a star. Get it right back. All right. So tomorrow, like I said, uh, 9 o'clock here in the Rattle and Broadcasting Network, we'll be recording for your later consumption Jessica Jones Season 2 TV Party Tonight with Jesse Starcher, Ronnie Adams of the Screaming Podcast. 
and Robert Winfrey. Uh, the following week, it's all Tomb Raider all the time, except for when we review Judas Priest. So we've got uh, Tomb Raider Volume 1, Season of DeWitch, on the Source Material podcast. We've got a Damn You Hollywood for the new Tomb Raider reboot. The aforementioned Judas Priest review, Firepower. And then finally, uh, on trial, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, uh, Cradle of Life. R- Tomb Raider 2, rather, Cradle of Life. And then we close out March with, uh, with three shows, uh, with uh, Krypton debuting on Sci-Fi on March 21st. We're going to uh, celebrate, synergize, look at by doing a source material on Superman. The Many Worlds of Krypton, seven issues. We're going to look at The Many Worlds of Krypton, Volume 1 and Volume 2, seven issues in total. Um, Tuesday, the 27th, is Damn You Hollywood Pacific Rim Uprising. And then we close out the month of March with The Sword, Used Future, more stoner rock for yes. Speaking of yes, here comes Jesse Starcher to get up in it. <laughs> Now we are. Are we going to let Coop do his plugs? Oh, did we skip him? Yeah, we, you 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 false started him, and then you went right back to Ronnie. Okay. I, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want Coop to be forgotten. Go ahead, Coop. Okay. Uh, I was <laughs> going to do liberal it as usual. <laughs> yep, liberal ass Coop. Uh, as one of my coworkers once said, he tells me I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> He's a dad. I love doing that shit. Like when Rob's like when she's like close the damn door. I'm like when, wait when do we get a damn? I can't close the damn door. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> wow, I was just passed uh, out from all the dad jokes. That is bad. Oh, dude, dude, it, it's really funny. I guess it makes me a faux pas. Oh, <laughs> oh no. yeah, no. my cholesterol is rising. <laughs> I accidentally set you up for that, didn't I? Yep. <laughs> uh, Coop, like your last uh, girlfriend just said, you have 36 seconds to finish up or I'm leaving. Jokes are bacon, Mark. All right, so there's this podcast. I'm on it. Listen to it. I'll be here next week because I, I start flipping back to opening and closing. But luckily for you guys, I open that Wednesday. So you'll hear me. I said, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. Uh, then there's uh, the Sendai Rider podcast, the thing I haven't recorded in three and a half years. Uh, and I probably won't record for another three and a half years, but the South Americans keep liking it. So uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com, so Sendai Rider podcast. That is S-E-N-T-A-I-R-I-D-E-R podcast. Uh, there is W2Mnet.com. It's a website owned by my buddy Sean Garver. He's a good, he's a good dude. We share content with him. Yeah, they do a lot of wrestling stuff and video games. Uh, and then finally, uh, scrapingthebottom.com. My buddy Kevin, that's his podcast. I was on it once. We had cake in a dumpster fire, and I got my uh, and I got punched for making root references to a black guy, or coons, as your grandmother calls them. Yeah, uh, she does. <laughs> yeah, she she. This one was a love grandma, but I didn't know grandma was so racist until my sister was watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm comfortable here anymore. <laughs> Speaking of uncomfortable, Jesse, give it to him raw. <laughs> oh, oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. 
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to the Rattlich in Broadcasting Network Facebook page to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. Our home right here on Spreaker.com. We, we have all sorts of great podcasts in the archive. You can check out comic books. You can check out MMA. Uh, we've got discussions. The arcade discussion is up right now as we speak from Screaming Boy Podcast episode, I think it was 27. You can check mm-hmm. that out. We talk about a lot of great uh, podcast topics, so uh, check that out. You can stay up on top of all the great stuff right there on the Rattlech and Broadcasting Network Facebook page. Uh, other than that, uh, you can follow me at Stiznarchy on Twitter if you do so wish, uh, or the show's Twitter at SourceMatCast. Watch out for the Metal Hammer of Doom extras. Uh, I will post them on the Facebook feed. Uh, but, you know, again, that's something that we'd like to kind of do to help promote the upcoming show. Uh, so it, there's, they're still out there. It's not like we just put up the ministry ones and then we're going to take them down after the review. You can still go check out our comments uh, on the, the few videos. And I think we still have Jesus Built My Hot Rod ready to – got to get that up there as well. I might be able to do that sometime this weekend. So other than that, Mark Radlish, get us the hell out of here. Yep. Look for um, I'm going to twist Jesse's arm here. Look for some new Judas Priest videos that we're going to review in the Metal Hammer of Doom Extra to uh, synergize with our Judas Priest review of Firepower this coming Wednesday, March 21st. With that said, we'd like to thank Ronnie Adams of the Screaming <laughs> Podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> It's a Yeah, I can't make the turkey noises. All right, um, of that podcast, uh, we'd like to thank him for being on and putting up with all of his nonsense. <laughs> speaking, speaking of nonsense, for the metal coop, Robert Cooper. For the disapproving dad and the host of source material in his own right, Mr. Jesse Starcher, I am your mandated reporter, Mr. Mark Rattledge, and frankly, I'm mortified. And this has been the Metal Hammer of Doom on the Rattledge and Broadcasting Network on Spreaker. Be well, be safe, and behave. the long run to take you starting your own business funding your kids college tuition living your golden years in paradise wherever the long run takes you securian financial group is here to help visit securian.com for more information or to locate a financial advisor near you securian financial group financial security for the long run